Hey everybody, welcome back to Lack of Initiative. This is episode 7 of our Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast of the official module Curse of Strahd. It is, of course, as always, edited so that there is no roles, no math, no numbers, nothing but the actual story and the wonderful, wonderful acting of my players. I don't have a clip to play for an intro for this episode because all of the outtakes have been posted on patreon.com forward slash lack of initiative. Um, so if you want to hear some fun things that we've said uh, that I have edited out because they were irrelevant, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash lack of initiative. Uh, put in a pledge for a couple dollars every month and you'll have access to all of that. Plus, I've already released the first episode of the audio journal from Strahd's perspective. I've held off on releasing a couple more of those episodes because there's some stuff that's about to happen in the campaign that I don't want to give away in those uh, journals. But I will be posting more and more of that as the, uh, as the summer goes on, especially in June. I'll have a lot of time to put together a lot of those extra things over on the Patreon. So once again, patreon.com forward slash lack of initiative and uh, help us maybe buy some better equipment for some of my players who might sound a little muffled or come in a little fuzzy sometimes. Picking up where we left off in episode 6, episode 7 finds the party back in Velaki. They retrieved a shipment of wine from the Wizard of Wines winery for the innkeeper at the Blue Water Inn, and they are dead set on returning this to him, even though they uh, may have made some enemies out at the winery. We'll see how well this goes for them, and we'll also see if they can maybe make a new friend or two in Velaki in uh, Episode 7 of Lack of Initiative. So, uh, you arrive at Velaki. Um, you find yourselves uh, back in Velaki as the evening is beginning. Cool, we're going to just go uh, straight to the inn and deliver the barrels. As you pass the church, there's a service going on. I don't know if you're into that. Uh, okay, so you're going to go straight to the inn? Uh, yeah, straight to the inn. All right, um, so you roll up in your wagon to the uh, Blue Water Inn. Congratulations, uh, you've now delivered it. Uh, nobody is, uh, I mean, there's a, there's a small clientele inside, so uh, how, how are you going to go about doing this? So just deliver it. We talked about payment, right? He was going to compensate us, right, for uh, getting the wine? Mm-hmm. In some small way. Okay, so yeah, I was, I'm just going to turn it. So we got the wine. Okay, um, so you walk in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you walk in, and you see the man standing next to his wife beside, behind the bar, and standing next to the man is the old man from the winery. What now? Oh, no. And I'm as gonna... you walk in, the old man points over at you and goes, That's one of them! Oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit! Son of a bitch, you should have killed him! Oh, no! Oh! I'm gonna walk back outside. And, uh, so... The old man from the village, or the winery, is here. As he's saying I, this, the uh, the the man, the owner of this inn, walks out with the old man onto the front steps. What? What? Like, I don't. And how did he beat us here? It doesn't matter. I turn around to face he, them. Wait, he didn't have to fight a bunch of butterflies, so. It's true. We did fight those wolves. Oh yeah, I mean wolves. We fought a lot. We fought <laughs> the druids within the winery. We took a lot of blows to get this wine here. From this man who gave us the land. Either way, we have the wine that you requested. You said that there was a shipment due to you. It was correct. Indeed, and and what do you plan to do about my next shipment that apparently now won't be coming? Which is it wasn't going to come anyways because the land is no good. That has nothing to do with us. That was already in motion. We gave him a chance. You're right, and I'll pay you for this, but you're not going to be welcome in my inn anymore. For what reason? Because you treated my father like trash. He treated us like trash. We liberated his winery. We and then tried to deal it back to him. What kind of people are you? They can't even help a poor old man who's out of his livelihood. From now on, Bromley doesn't talk to anybody alone. <laughs> oh my goodness. You were the ones that were negotiating with him afterwards and you couldn't come to a solid deal you let him walk away it's already been set had we just said we clear it and then we'll see about compensation it would have been fine he hands he says uh do you want do you want gold for your payment or would you prefer barter what do you have for barter oh we're not having that conversation you decide payment or barter i promise it will be equal worth either way but you won't tell us what it is take the gold i'm not in the mood for friendliness right now we're taking the gold we're taking the gold very well, 
He uh, he flips you a platinum piece. Do you have anywhere we can get this exchanged? Don't. Good luck. He turns, and he and his father walk back into the inn. We took a beating to kill druids to 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 liberate the fucking winery. I'm gonna take the purple uh, ring, ash number one I have, or whatever, uncork it, and just like drink half of it right there. <laughs> you all watch his guitar just uncorks a bottle of wine and drinks <laughs> half of it, just chugs it. Oh god. Oh. Roland. Yeah. Do you still have that poison? I mean, I do. I don't. No, he cannot lead us down this path. I'm gonna go see if I can find somebody and ask. Um, you know, hey, is there is there another inn in this town? Uh, there's not. There's not. This is certainly no way for heroes to be treated. Well, you know, I don't know how their church is, but I know where I come from will allow travelers to bed up if they need it. So, uh, seek out Nikolai and Carl. The the vac vector. See, my understanding was we didn't know what to do with the blights. So we we're like, we'll give you the land and stuff back to do it and just fix it because we don't know what to do. Like that's we'll deal with the blight later. Well, they were no, like, no, fuck you. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like dealing with the blight later. It's like we literally don't know how to deal with this. You deal with it. We just want some competition. Yeah. Uh, I kind of don't want the platinum. Well, you've got it. Uh, I mean, it's too late. Why so. do you not want the platinum? Because I. Well, what are you thinking would have happened if we took barter then, that you don't want the platinum piece? Nothing. I want, I just feel yeah. like I want to be their friends. And you, I mean, could, probably, you might but... be able to come back later and smooth that over, but I think it's too raw right now. Yeah, so let's go seek out the, the Vachter brothers. We find our two companions. Your two companions are in the end. <sighs> Fuck. Remember? Yeah, figured that would happen. I didn't know they were, maybe they were out in the town or something, you know? Uh, no, early evening, um... He's Mark's keeping his sister pretty locked down. Okay, I have something I can do. I you could try to sneak back it. in. I will write down it's Bromley and crew meet us in in the not the town square. Where was the area where that like that circus car kind of thing, the colored? Oh, the stockyard. Yeah, meet us in the stockyard. You gonna put a time on that? Quickly, and I will hand it to the unseen servant and command him to seek out. Arena or Easemark. Um, you watch as this little piece of paper just kind of floats a few feet off the ground. Wait, you're going to send it after them and not the doctors? No, we can find them. We need to get Arena and Easemark out of the building. And we can't get in there. Goes to the, they're uh, mad at us. The paper goes into the inn. Well, I'm going to hang out to make sure that like all hell doesn't break loose. And then after, let's say, five minutes, if nothing happens, we'll head to the stuff. But five minutes, nothing happens. Um, so you guys head over to the stockyard. So you walk to the stockyard. Um, there's several locked sheds around the edge. Uh, there's a roomy warehouse next door. There's a wooden sign above the front gate. It says, Arasek Stockyard. Um, at the south end is a sturdy carnival wagon with colorful paint peeling off. There's faded lettering on its sides that spells out the words, Rictavio's Carnival of Wonders. There's a heavy padlock securing the back door of the uh, carnival wagon. And if you guys don't want to check anything out here, Arena and Ismark are going to arrive a couple minutes later. Can I look inside the cart and see what's in there? Uh, you can't really see into any of the, any of the windows, um, but as you get close, the wagon suddenly lurches as though something big has thrown itself against the inside wall. You hear the cracking of wood, the scraping of metal, and the snarl of something inhuman. Nope. Um, upon closer inspection, you can see the sides of the wagon are spattered with dried blood. You can nope. also see an inscription on the wagon's doorframe that reads, I bring you from shadow into light. Nope. What the fuck does that mean? Rictavio was the man that we saw in the inn, correct? Right, the, the, one, the one who was taking food to the uh, toy maker. That, that seems like an interesting fellow. Yeah, we should probably talk to him. Let us go. Well, not Let right now, you dingus. We gotta wait oh. for our friends. <laughs> So, so as Pileas kind of turns to leave, he sees Ismark and Arena walking down the street toward the stockyard. And Great, they, I'm glad you got my note. And they come in, and Ismark is holding the note, and he's like, "What? What was this about? You, you, you scared the shit out of me." Good. Um, we need to be afraid. Things are, things are afoot. <laughs> we have tactically acquired a winery. Um, and we're going to use it as a staging area. Have we think that would be the best place to hide. Well, from asking around, the winery is kind of on the way to Arena. Presque, which is where I wanted to go next. So that 
That might make sense, yes. Hide out there. So, we're leaving after the festival tomorrow. I think we should not be here for the festival tomorrow. I'm really they... afraid the Burgermeister is going to send his soldiers after us if we're not here. Oh, you did make a promise, didn't you? Yeah. Um, I'm trying not to piss too many Fuck. people off. Okay. Here's what I'm thinking. If you have anything uh, else you want to throw in, let me know. But here's what's going on in Bromley's mind. We find the Wachter brothers, Wachter brothers, family, specifically. Smooze them up a little bit and try to see if we can spend the night there. Stay for the festival and leave as soon as we can. Stash Arena, maybe find some hired help or something and take it from there. Do you have reason to think that we would be unsafe in the inn? Uh, yeah, we have um cross paths with some unsavory characters who were very rude and um we are no longer welcome in the inn right but Irina kind of steps forward she's like but we're still welcome in the inn <laughs> you want to do that that's fine but we won't be able to help you if something happens i i think the inn has very good security more than a nobleman's house we've heard some things about her and we'd rather not if she, no, we don't fine. think that's fine. We don't think she'd be a danger to you, but Ismark is afraid she would be a danger to me, because her sympathies might lie with the devil. Fair enough, but just realize you're accepting risk when you choose to split up. It's nice of you to worry about me, Bromley, but I, I think we'll be okay. All right. Well, we are. Well, I at least I'm not going to speak for everyone, but I'm going to at least try to go there. Uh, we'll we'll send of... we'll send word if if we need anything, and then we'll see you we at should... the festival tomorrow. Yeah, we we'll just get the hell out of here. All right. All right. I guess we're splitting up. So if there's no conversations that any of you want to have with either of them, they're gonna head back to the uh, inn. That seems like the best plan. I mean, there's nothing else we can do. And then you guys can head off to uh, the Boxer House. Where are you guys going to go right now? The toy shop. So uh, you make your way back through the town square. Again, all the posters are celebrating the Festival of the Blazing Sun. Attendance and children required. Rain or shine, all will be well. The Baron. Uh, you make your way through. There's nobody in the stocks today. And there's just some town guards wandering around. You make your way up the street to uh, Blinsky Toys. Do you just go right on in? Yeah, it's a shop. It's not like we need to knock, right? You walk into the store. And uh, there is a uh, there's a man kind of he's got his back turned to you right now as he's like working on a little workshop. He's wearing you see on his head he's wearing what looks like an old moth-eaten jester's cap. You see that on his shoulder is sitting um, a small monkey as he's kind of like humming to himself as he's he's making something. He hears the little bells on the door, and he turns around to you and he says, "Welcome, friends." To the house of Blinsky, where happiness and smiles can be bought at bargain prices. Perhaps you know a little child in need of joy. A little toy for girl or boy. The span is yes. rhyming. What is it that you need? Anything? I just want to whisper to Bromley, like, is he's rhyming, right? Yes, yes, Pi, he's rhyming. Well, thank you, Bromley. I'm just perusing. Thank you very much. I'm just kind of, like, at the front of the store, kind of looking at stuff. Also, keeping an eye out. If you buy a toy, it will make you happy. What kind of toys do we see? All right. This is the exciting part. You ready? <clears throat> uh, first thing you notice is that every single one of his toys, somewhere on it, has a little tag that has written on it, Is no fun? Is no blinsky? Which you've seen in several other places as well. Yeah. There is a headless doll that comes with a sack of attachable heads including one with its eyes and mouth stitched shut. This is marked of the price of nine copper pieces. There's a little miniature gallows, complete with a trap door and a little weighted hanged man, nine copper pieces. There's a set of wooden nesting dolls, kind of all laid out next to each other. The smaller each one gets, the older it gets, until the smallest one is a mummified corpse. Awesome. Nine copper pieces. There's a wooden string mobile of hanging bats whose wings flap a little bit as they turn. Price, nine copper pieces. There's a wind-up musical merry-go-round with figures of snarling wolves chasing children instead of prancing horses. Price, nine silver pieces. There's a ventriloquist dummy that looks like some kind of vampire lord, maybe? Price, nine silver pieces. And what really catches all of your eyes as you scan the, the shelves in his shop, behind the counter, on a shelf, set aside from the rest of the toys, is a doll... That looks almost exactly like Irina. This is a lovely So job. why do you choose to stick with a sort of um, 
macabre. Yes. A, a, a dark sort of vibe. I can only take inspiration from the things that I see. Except for uh, this lovely doll you have behind the counter. Is this new? Oh, this one, this one is not for sale. Oh, no, 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 clearly not. I'm just this interested. one is special commission. Oh, really? Yes. For who? Um, man in town, Isaac Stransny, works for Bergelmeister, pays me very well to make these dolls. Oh, that's a bit, you made that yourself. I have made many dolls. Each one, he wants me to change a little, and so I change, he, he pays every time. How much? What was the name again? Isaac, a doll what? like that. Uh, Isaac Strasny. Have we heard of him before? You have not heard that name before. How much does one of those dolls cost to, uh, to commission? Well, he pays different prices depending on what he wants. Um, this one is five gold pieces he has paid me. Um, how did you come to know Rictavio? Oh, he, he came... From a, oh, he is only, besides Isaac, he is only paying customer that has come in months. He, uh, he came from faraway land and he came in, he, he bought doll from me. He saw that I was a little sad and so he gave me this. And he kind of reaches up and pets the monkey on his shoulder. He gave me, he gave me little, little piccolo to be my friend. And sometimes he brings me food. He is very nice man. Does, uh, piccolo do any tricks? Yes. Yes, he does. Piccolo, go get Raven. And you see the monkey kind of scamper off to a shelf, and he comes back with a little, like, stuffed Raven toy. See, Piccolo, he is very helpful. That's wonderful. I'm going to uh, slowly pull Leander aside to the front of the shop, just kind of, uh, while they're, you know, all three of our other companions are engaging, just casually, like, you know, get him over there so nobody notices. Okay. We've, uh, I think we've got a tail. <clears throat> Anything and I don't noticed? mean the monkey. I, I understood the reference. Okay. Um, did you see anything? Notice anything? We have somebody following us. I don't know who, but there's, we've got a tail. We need to try to identify or keep an eye out. Of course. Um, how about when we leave this place, um, you stay behind, wait 30 seconds, and then follow us and right. see if they are following the major group. Alright, how much for the uh, Raven uh, plush toy? Oh, five copper pieces? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd love to buy one of the uh, little, little Raven plushies. Very well. You better group money. No, I have my own money. Okay. Five silver? I give him five, five copper, sorry, sorry. Five copper. Um, you would, uh, you would, you, you are also from faraway land, yes? Yes, I, we are... We are travelers who uh, happen to find our way into Barovia and they're just passing through on our way back home. I have a question. Um, only if I can ask you one in return. Of course, of course. Okay. If that will make you happy, yes. What's your question? So, I, I have, no, I have no, no reward to offer besides perhaps Piccolo, but if you maybe have chance you could maybe do favor for me what's the favor I, that's not my question i <laughs> oh no of course not that would be silly yeah he's uh he doesn't really seem like he's trying to trick you at all ever okay yeah he's a very open book right now okay um i i i have had bad business and mm -hmm. i think that perhaps my toys are not good enough so I need example toy from Master Toymaker. Yes? Uh, where is this Master Toymaker? I, we were... I am getting there. Okay. This Master Toymaker, he has made his greatest invention, is Clockwork Man. Can, can move around and talk and clockwork. Very, very, very complicated, very fancy. Yes? Mm -hmm. Yes. So if maybe you happen to... Find yourselves in Castle Ravenloft. Perhaps you could find this man and bring it to me. Um, Maybe. I understand if you cannot promise. I cannot promise because I don't know if we will end up there. But if we do, I will certainly make an effort to find it and bring Thank it back. Thank you. This now, masterpiece, if you would deliver it to me, I would be 
forever grateful. Yes. Um, how many of those, when was the last commission doll that you made for um, yes one. Isaac? Yes one. And he points but, at the one on the shelf. Yeah, no, but the one before that one. What was? How long has it been since you made the one before this one? A few days. A few days. And he asks you for a lot of them, you would say? I have made many, yes. How many is, a me- is many? He kind, of, he kind of like starts counting on his fingers and then gets lost. He's like, many, many, many dolls. More than 20? Many dolls. Okay, many, many dolls. Um, well, they're quite lovely. And the next time you make one for him, I would, I would love to hear or love to get a sneak peek at your uh, process. Thank you. Come, come back in five, six, seven days. Seven days? And he's already asked for another one. Probably. Probably. Just You just know what he generally wants before he... He needs. comes back over and over and over. Okay. Okay. Does the doll have a name? Neil. Just doll. Just doll. Just doll. It's lovely. Thank you. And yes, I will... If we happen to find ourselves with the toy maker, I will see if I can uh, get you the mechanical man. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate this. Do you, by any chance, have a back door to this place? No. You do not. Only only goes up upstairs only, where only. I live. Do you have a... Is there a way out to the back alley? Out of a window, perhaps? No. Okay. Back room piled too high with toys that's, and things. Understood. Thank you. Well, you've been most helpful. Thank and you thank- for purchase. Yes, and thank you for the little raven. I'm just tuck it in my bag. Anyone else make you happy? Little toy for girl or boy? Uh, I want to inspect the uh, the nesting dolls with that go into the uh, the thing. I just want to take a look at it and see what I can see. Yeah, so um, pretty pretty classic Russian nesting doll style, um, except that whereas in classic nesting dolls. I don't know if Pylese has ever run across these before, no, but no. generally they tend to be older to younger. This one is youngest, so like the youngest one kind of looks like a baby, and then as they get smaller and smaller, they look like older and older women until the smallest one just kind of looks like a dried up mummified corpse. Is there any like uh, any like unique markings or uh, or? Uh... Do you like pick them up and look at them? Yeah, yeah, I want to pick them up and look at them. Um, on the bottom is one word of the, of the slogan on each one. So it says, is no fun, is no Blinsky. And like Blinsky is actually spread over the last two dolls. Okay. Because they've gotten small enough he can't fit all the letters on it. Okay. Interesting. Did Do, do all of his toys have uh, this marking on them? Yes. Every toy yeah. in some way, whether it's a tag, whether it's written somewhere on the toy, every single toy has this slogan stitched into it. I kind of want to buy this. How Nine copper. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's purchase this. Good, thing. good. This will make you very happy, very happy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else? You have no need for happiness or smiles. No, I don't. Oh, good. You are already happy, man. Good. That uh, that raven on the skull. Yes. Is that mechanical? Yes. You want to see? May I? He, uh, he kind of, it's behind the counter. Like, his, his valuable stuff is back there. So he takes right. it, and he puts it down on the counter, and he doesn't really take his hand off of it. Like, he's not just going to hand it over to you. He's obviously a little bit protective of some of his stuff. And he winds the key in it, and then when he lets go, the raven on top of it, like, flaps its wings kind of anemically. Mm-hmm. And you hear from inside this like screeching sound. It's like, ah, ah, ah. Mm. make you happy, yes? Very, yes. Not as happy as talking to you has made me, though. Uh, Good. I like to bring happiness and smiles. I can see that. How much for this piece? Yes, nine silver. Nine silver. Yes, is mechanical. Of course, of course. Oh, I kind of like it. I kind of want it. Can I get it? Yes. Um, I don't have any silver. Can you give me some change back if I give you a gold piece? Yes. Okay, we'll do that. So he hands across. Um, 
he actually he hands across like one silver piece to you. All right, and uh, mechanical raven. Uh, yeah, you have a uh, you have a mechanical raven on a skull. Anything else like this of this nature? This mechanical. And he have merry-go-round. Yes. He points over to the merry-go-round with the wolves chasing the children instead of horses on it. Are there marbles or anything perchance? Uh, looking around, you can see on a bottom shelf there is actually a bag of marbles. Do you want to pick up the bag and see what the marbles look like? Yes. Uh, they look like glass eyes. Can I purchase this bag of marbles? Yes. Five copper. I will hand over five copper. Well, thank you, Sir Blinsky. Yes. As you as you kind of exit the store... Sorry, you're staying back, right? Yeah, I'm hanging back. So everyone else kind of walks out of the store, and he makes eye contact with you, Katar, and he goes... Remember, clockwork man, masterpiece, deliver to me, please. Yes? If I, if I can get there and I see it, yes. I understand. It's very difficult. All right. How is this going to go? We're going to lead off, and um, I'm going to clap Pileus on the arm and just say, you know, when we attack those <clears throat> wolves, you did a really good job back there, and I'm trying to be loud and noticeable. Okay. Oh, Yes, the the wolves. Um, thank you. That's that's what a hero does. He's. I just. He I'm really wolves. curious though. You keep saying your danger sense tingles when there's danger, and yet there was no danger sense. What happened? Um, uh, I don't know. I uh, I was caught off guard. Is there something more you wanted to talk about with these? Well, the yeah, I, I'm actually really curious about you know being the hero of legend. How does that apply? Are you looking to become some sort of you know, fictitious legend in the future after you pass, where people tell your stories and bards gather together just to, you know, retell all your adventures? Do you write this down? Do you have a story? Do you have, like, a book? Well, I mean, I already am a hero of legend. Every, everyone knows me already. Well, I, we, we only know you because of we met you just recently, but we've never heard of you before this. How are you telling your stories as the hero of legend? Who's going to know if a bard doesn't retell them if you don't write them down in a book first? You're right. So I by this should... time, I've probably... I was going to say, by this time I've come out, can I roll a stealth check to make sure I, sure. I see if I can... Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. So I'm following, you know, at a pretty... And roll perception as well. ...wide distance. Yeah, I, I just think that if you wrote it down, wrote down all the things that we're encountering and all the things that you've actually done, in the future, we could meet maybe a bard or we could retell the story to really showcase how how much of a hero of a legend you are. It's good business. That sounds great, but alas, I I lack the ability to write. You lack the ability? I can teach you. Or you, you, you can have, dictate we, it, and someone else can write it down. Yeah, just tell yeah. us the stories. Tell us of all the adventures that you've gone on before this. We have pen and paper? Uh, we can figure that out. We can always do an oral tradition. You found you pen and us? paper in several of the places you've been. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I literally went to a ledger. There was pen and paper there. Do you still have that ledger? Yeah, he's still um, I, I think it. I have it. Yeah, yeah you have Leander it. has it. Well, uh, maybe now is not the best time for stories. We're, we're, we're on a walk, a long walk. I, I think right now so, is the best time for stories. Okay, so, Qatar, you notice you noticed that something what? is... Yeah, yeah, you would notice that Qatar wasn't there. Can I do a quick 360? Because now sure. I'm a little paranoid. Roll, roll a perception check. Okay, so you, you just kind of like... You're walking, you're kind of like, you're acting like you're watching, looking at the architecture, even though it's pretty crappy. And so you kind of spin all the way around, scanning the street, and you notice uh, Qatar is quite a ways back up the street, kind of slinking along through the shadows. And you also notice that between you and Qatar, there's another guy who seems to be following you, and that Qatar is watching that guy. Is he familiar? He is not. Okay. I uh, clap Bromley on the shoulder, pull him in as me and Pileus are having this conversation, and I just say, I mean, Bromley here has been to many bars. All the best bar stories are about heroes of legend, just like yourself. Right, Bromley? This is and true. I, and then I whisper in his ear, I know we're being followed. Qatar's on it. We should pick an alley. And we will do so. I will lead the direction into an alley. Okay. Waiting for my father to pick an alley to duck into, I want to prepare the bag of marbles I just purchased. Okay. Oh, yes. All right. And I'm just going to wait at the corner of the alley once the guy goes in it, or if he does. Okay. All right. Well, he actually stops at the corner and just kind of, like, leans against the corner of the building. 
at the corner. How close is he to the corner of the alley? He's like on it. Yeah, he's not like and where they can see him from the alley, but he's right next to the entrance. Cool. And you guys who have gone in the alley, you realize that this is a dead end alley. Cool. So oh I'm fuck! Going, I, no, 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 no. And I'm he knows to, this because this is his town. Yeah. I'm going to uh, I'm going to come up behind him and try to like grapple him and pull him into the alley. From All behind. right, roll an athletics check. So he, uh, you go to grab him and he just twists out. And then just starts booking it down the street. Uh, I'm giving chase. Okay. Okay, so he is now 60 feet down the street. Okay. Qatar, what are you doing? I'm dashing after him. You are dashing as well? Yeah, my okay. speed's 30. Right, right. But we're not worried so much about speed. We're worried about how many times you can dash before you run out of energy. Oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I'm going to do my action surge. And I'm going to close the gap and see if I can get him to the ground. Okay, so as you catch up to him, you come across a pack of dogs in the street fighting over food. Okay, so he kind of dodges through. So uh, you kind of slip as a piece of wet meat is under your, uh, under your foot. Um, and as you fall, one of the dogs is going for the piece of meat and grabs your leg instead. And you lose uh, five feet on him. Okay, so now, whatever order the rest of you want to go in, go ahead. Bromley would like to know if he's within 60 feet of him. Uh, no, because you'd have been a, f- a bit back. You could you could probably run and get clo- get within 40 feet of him. Okay, I would like to do that, and then I would like to cast Hold Person. That... He, is not a, he is not affected. So, that was the Dark Lord card... So that didn't work out for me. So I will use the charlatan card, which is a bonus action, to cast Expedious Retreat. So Leander, Roland, Pileus. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be running up and trying to um, actually mimic my son's actions and do hold person. He is having none of it. And I will try and close the distance, um, running as well. Yeah. Um, so you're you're about equal with Romley right now. Does, does Pileus have any idea what's happening right now? You just heard Qatar yell something, and then Bromley and Leander dashed out of the alley. Okay. Um, and can I see anything from where I am? Like, can not, I see from this your, not from your location in the alley. Right. Okay. Um, all right. So I want to kind of just, like, turn around. I'm kind of confused. So I peer out of the alley, see what I can see. and uh, People are dashing I, down the street. That's not a street. That's all I see. Parkour. Like, 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 where are we going? <laughs> that, that, that'll be that'll be my turn. And uh, Roland, what are you doing? Um, I probably shouldn't join in this chase, but I'm gonna. I just see. I mean, did I see who they were running after? No, you just saw them all start to run. You heard Qatar yell something, well, and then everyone dashed out of the alley. Um. Well, I guess I will just dash after them and hope that uh, if I catch up, I can figure out who we're trying to catch. Excellent. So, uh, he, uh, he's gonna just, he's just gonna keep dashing, because that's what's going on. Nothing happens for him. I'm gonna do something, and it makes no sense, but it's, it's just like a... Okay. I'm gonna cast, uh, Fairy Fire on him. So now, everyone following you, you can see that this guy is lit up. Yeah. Violet Light. And you're gonna move your movement before you do that to make sure he's in range. Yeah. But yeah, okay. He's now he's now gained ground on you because you can't dash this turn. About how far am I? He's about a hundred feet ahead of you. Okay, so okay, I'd like to move my thirty feet, dash another thirty feet. So if he was what a hundred feet, I just uh-huh. move what sixty, so I should be within forty. Um, you can now stay forty feet behind him. All right, I'm going to use the tempter card, which I'm running out of magic. And um, I'm going to cast Entangle. So as he's running, like, plants grow up from the dirt street and kind of tangle around his ankles. And he tries to pull free, but he can't. He just trips and falls on the ground, allowing you all to catch up. Good job, guys. As soon as that happens, I drop the uh, fairy fire. And I would very quickly want to slap. I have a pair of manacles in my pack. I want to slap those. Of course you do. Are those for uh, business or pleasure? I don't disclose personal information like that. <laughs> I think the answer is yes. Why not? But I want to specifically put them on his ankles so he can't run away again. Okay. Oh. And then keep an eye on his hands so he can't fuck with the locks. 
Cool. And meanwhile, Pileus, while everyone's already caught up, Pileus is going to kind of like wander over and he's like playing with like, the nesting dolls. It's like, <laughs> not really sure what's happening. He dropped non Like occasionally dropping one and then having to like jump and catch it with his danger sense. Right. Um, we got to get him into an alley now. Okay, yeah, let's do that. I mean, you Try make quite alley. a spectacle of yourselves now in the street, so. I was gonna Pay say. no attention. And given how far you ran, you're probably pretty close to the town square right now. Yeah, we're going to pull him in an alley somewhere. And I just, we kind of want to, can we, I want to like just disappear into the alley. I'm going to pull him in the alley and then roll stealth to try, can I roll stealth to try to like disappear down another couple ways so nobody can see find us? I guess, but everybody would have to roll stealth. And he, I don't think he's going to help you in that. Yeah. Fuck it. We're just pulling him in the alley. He's, he's, he's struggling a little bit. Like he's not like straight up, like trying to punch his way out, but he is yeah. testing for weaknesses. All right. Um, push in the alley and take out one of my swords, hold it up to his throat and be like, why are you following us? Who sent you? Because I was hired to, I was sent by Lady Vokter. I look at it, Bromley. For what reason? She keeps an eye on strangers who come into town. Isn't that... Okay, don't sound so short with us, Mr. Stalker. You're holding a knife to my throat. And you were tailing us. I didn't hurt you in any way, and I had no intention to. We didn't know that. My job... Well, now you do. I pulled the knife down, pocket it. Look, she pays me to watch people who are new in town. That's what I'm doing. Congratulations, Mm -hmm. you caught me. Thank you. What happened to the last people you watched in town? They left. Who were they? I don't know. I didn't get their names. That, that's clearly that's not what I meant. What were like describe them? Adventurers, rogues, thieves, barbarians. Sure, all of the above. I don't keep track. I report everything back to Lady Vokter, and then I drink to forget because that's just, my life. They just left town. Yep, as I assume you will as well. And the last three groups before you. Three groups. Or five or six. It doesn't matter. Outsiders are coming through every couple months. I look at Bromley. Isn't Vokter the lady you, your friends with her kids? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Why didn't she make her kids follow people who are new in town? No. It's got to be Ernst. Ernst's got to be the one who follows everybody around. Uh, how much are you getting paid for it? Bromley. Not it, enough. Let's let's take off his manacles. Well, we've we got rid of the knife. The manacles can hang out for a second. Listen, Ernst, we're just we're a paranoid group. No, I we, get it. We... I wouldn't want somebody following me either. So, if we take the manacles off, are you going to cause problems? What kind of problems am I going to cause? There are five of you and one of me. Well, I'm Besides, sweating, and I, I wasn't heard, planning on it. If I heard your conversation right earlier, you're going to the Vokter house anyway. So my job doesn't even matter at this point. Okay, great. So you can take us to the Vokter house. How much and... How much sure, does she pay? Sure, I will do that. Huh? How much does she pay you? Not enough. Yeah. What's not enough? What's not enough? What are you offering? I'll give you ten gold pieces. For what? To do what? <laughs> how long have you Listen, been in this town? Listen, if your friend's going to get snippy, I'm not going to talk anymore. Been, how long have you been in this town? My whole life. I'll give you five pieces for some information and then five pieces for you to, to uh, uh, tail somebody and report back to me on their, uh, their activities. You sure that's all you want from me? That's all I want for now. Well, I suppose it won't hurt anything. All right, so I'm going to take out the five, hold in my hand, show them I've got it. I want you to tell me everything you know about um, Isaac Strozny. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. You might want to ask the Lady Vokter about that. She's got a little bit more to say than I do. Uh, I like pretty sure if you're going to go talk to her, she's going to ask you to kill him. Right. That's fine. We haven't talked to her yet. I want more than one point of view. So right hand is Burgermeister. Kind of a weird creep. Stalks around town. Head of the town guard. Do you see, does he have a lot of girls with him? Isaac? No. Who'd be no. interested in that sourpuss? But has he known to have any female companionship ever? I mean, probably. I mean, everybody growing up, you know, yeah. sneaks yeah. out and has rolls in the hay. Yeah. What a... <laughs> uh, um, but he's... 
So he's head of the town guard. Yep. Reports to the Burgermeister. Yeah, he's a bastard. Burgermeister too? He's, he's a bastard useless. man? Nah, Burgermeister's just useless. That's why Lady Vodka doesn't like him. Alright. I'm gonna... Uh, hold on, let me do this. That's why Lady Vodka wants to know what outsiders are doing in town. She wants to know if she can get them to work for her. But again, you're already going to the house, so it's probably yeah. not an issue here. Yeah. Here's what I want you to do. Can I have my um, gold? I gave him the five. Okay. I take out the other five. <laughs> this is for my own personal, like, funds. Um, I want you to do a... Are you good at... You're not... Are you good at more than just following? Are you good at getting information? Uh, you know. I dabble. All right. I want you to find out if Strasny has... Let me put it this way. We have a party in town that we know of, and he's asked for some, he's asked for a likeness made of her. It's kind of creepy, and I want to know what he's why he had that made, and if he's... So you want me to know if he's made a likeness of somebody who I've never met? No. Let me finish. He's got a likeness of this person made. I want to know if he's kidnapping them for the Burgermeister, and if so, what are they doing with these people? Okay, I'm supposed to see if he's going to kidnap somebody who I don't know who it is. You follow him around, you'll probably get enough information. You want me to follow him until he tries to kidnap somebody? You listen in on conversations. You, you don't pay me as much as Lady Vachter does. She'd be very upset if I started working for other people. If I started moonlighting, but no. She doesn't like him either, so clearly you're working for both yeah, of us. Yeah, but she hasn't asked me to follow him. She doesn't like him. You're How asking you not... me to break a lifelong relationship I've had. I'm asking you to take a little somebody initiative. somebody I just met. Somebody who just held a sword to my throat. I'm asking you to take a little initiative with her, and if you have the information before she asks for it, you might be rewarded a little more. Listen, I tried that once. Didn't work out. Can I just take you to the Vachter house now? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Ernst, your new, your new buddy, you, uh, he, he leads you north to a large house. This house seems disgusted with itself. A slouching roof hangs heavy over furrowed gables, and moss-covered walls sag and bulge under the weight of the vegetation. As you study the house's sullen countenance, you hear the edifice actually groan. Only then do you realize the extent to which this house hates what it has become. Um, Ernst leads you up to the front door. He knocks on it. He, uh, yells to the person inside. They, uh, open the door and let him and you into the house. And there Excellent. in the foyer, you see, uh, a woman. Alright, so, um, the front door opens into a narrow vestibule. There are three stained glass doors and wooden frames. Uh, he immediately leads you, um, into a little staircase that kind of leads up to a balcony. And then he takes you left through a stained glass door into a uh, an ornate dining room. There's a dining table stretching the length of this room. A crystal chandelier hangs above it imperiously. The silverware is tarnished, the dishes are chipped, and yet everything is still quite elegant. Eight chairs, their backs adorned with sculpted elk horns, surround the table. Arched windows made of a latticework of iron and glass look out into a small fog-swept estate. You, uh, you walk in, and uh, Lady Vachter steps forward, and she says, We're about to have dinner. If you've come to discuss business, perhaps you could join us. I would love to. Sounds good. Adjoining the, the dining table is a, a parlor with three elegant couches surrounding an oval table made of black glass, all of which are in front of a blazing hearth, above which hangs the portrait of a smirking nobleman sporting a broken nose and a tangle of hair graying at the temples. Several smaller portraits hang on the north wall. Some some servants come in and they bring out food for you. Uh, the food seems, you know, um, respectable. Seems like what a noble, a noble lady might eat given the ingredients that she can currently get. And she, uh, as you're eating, she, she pauses and she says, So... Since you've come to discuss business, what is it specifically you'd like to talk about? Bromley. Whoa, why Bromley? Same. Probably because it was you who made such a good impression on my sons the other night. Uh, I prefer to um, be a fly on the wall until I know what I'm dealing with. And, um, <laughs> so I was hoping someone else would take the lead on this, but seeing as I'm being pushed... 
Well, if you're uncomfortable, then listen to my proposal, perhaps. I would love to. Kill Isaac Strasny, right hand of the Burgermeister, and I will take care of the rest so that that lazy, good-for-nothing Burgermeister is no longer in charge of this town, and it can be run the way it was meant to be. Who exactly is Isaac Strasny? He's the, he's the lapdog of the Burgermeister. He's nothing but a cruel, petty man, and frankly, he needs to be dealt with, and I will find it much easier to oust the Burgermeister if Isaac isn't there keeping his guard dogs loyal. And is there any reason why this should be a larger task than it presents? Well, you're probably not going to find Isaac without some of his guards around, and any guards who happen to hear the situation will, of course, come in to join the fight. I suggest you do it quietly, perhaps uh, in his bedroom while he sleeps. What does he do with the women he kidnaps? Isaac? Isaac hasn't kidnapped any women. That you know of, does he, though? Well, obviously, if I didn't know of it, I wouldn't be able to tell you, now would I? Thank you. Let, let me amend that. I misspoke. Do you think he does? We've had no reason to suggest such a thing. Uh, no one has gone missing here in Velaki for quite some time. I heard one of the Vistani wailing about it, but you know how those people are. What about these dolls he orders from the uh, uh, toy maker? Look, what Isaac chooses to do in his spare time is his business. The dolls don't appear to be hurting anyone, so I'm okay. not concerned. Okay. Besides, he'll be dead soon, right? I am willing to take up this challenge. What would be our payment first? We we will talk about that once I am actually in power. If I do not actually gain power in this town, the whole thing is for naught. Yes, but assassinations typically aren't performed for free. I thought perhaps you might like want to help the people of this town. I do, which is why I didn't bring up money, Qatar. Okay. I'm just going to like push back from the table. Besides, I'm not talking, I'm done. Besides, some of you seem a little less capable of stealth. Perhaps you'd like to really send a smaller strike force in. I mean, I if, if I all five of you wish to invade the Burgermeister's house in the middle of the night, that's certainly your business, but I'm recommending perhaps you don't. Or you could all jump him in the town square at the festival. It's up to you. Uh, what do you plan on doing when slash if you take over? Well, for one, I'm going to put a stop to these stupid festivals that we have every week. Sounds good. I'm going to let the people actually have time. These mandatory festivals, they're doing nothing. They do nothing to keep Strahd away. Nothing at all. And what are your personal feelings on Strahd? He is the rightful lord of this place. Ah, now I see. And if you could put him in power, would you? Well, he I mean, is he is in, a, power. A, in power, I should say. If I, I mean... were in power, I would dare say this town would be safer from him, as he would have no need to prey upon the people here. Besides because which, Strahd, be Strahd has not been spotted here for years. Because of the festivals. <laughs> as, I doubt it. As far as you know, no one has been in communication with Strahd himself in quite some time. In fact, Strahd has not been heard of for some time, which leads me to believe that instead of being the great boogeyman, the devil that the common people say he is, he's nothing more than a negligent landlord. So... And I, for one, would prefer that if he would come back, he would find no reason to find fault with our village, as other here's villages my question. have done so and been destroyed. Because this may just be me, but I feel like I'm getting sort of mixed signals. Do you approve of him or not? How can I approve of a man I've never met? But you're not against him... I'm not seeking to unseat the lawful ruler of this land. Okay, yeah. that's all I'm asking. That's all I'm trying to figure out is where everyone stands. Um, again, I think things need to change around here, and I'm willing to help you. Very well. I can't speak for the rest of my group, but I'm interested in making some changes here. Well, I appreciate that. I admit um, I thought poorly of you when my sons came home raving about you, but you seem to be a much better fellow than their reputation would suggest. Yes, I um, I, I tend to um, mislead people sometimes, apparently. My actions and words do not seem to always have the desired effect. Well, we all fall prey to that every now and then. Um, how much of an operation are you working with right now? Enough. Should you have desire for expansion, I have recently acquired property. <laughs> Have you now? I have. I see. <laughs> to be specific, or do you not want to be specific? 
want to give anything away until we are all okay uh, equally involved in this and therefore forced to trust each other i would rather keep um uh you know a few degrees of separation until then i understand i have no need to tell you all that i do and you have no need to tell me all that you do exactly <laughs> and hopefully soon we will be able to trust each other enough that that will change well, I'll put it this way. I won't send Ernst to follow you anymore. He, do, he does seem to have botched the job. Yeah, we, we would hate to accidentally kill your servant. Yes, that would be very unfortunate for everyone. Uh, that being said, seemed like an interesting fellow. Mm. He's huh. useful occasionally. Do you have any specific timetable for this assassination? He'll probably be quite drunk after the festival tomorrow. And you're prepared to move that quickly? Oh, yes. Yes, I am. Mm. Well, Bromley is firmly seated in this plan. I don't know about the rest of my companions. <laughs> but you have, like you have my support. I feel... I, I don't feel one way or the other. Clearly this town's not run well, and the people don't like it, so... She'll she'll show you to a to a room where you can bed down and sleep. They they're not gonna have like an actual like bedroom for you because <clears throat> yeah house ain't that big. But they'll have a room that you can all kind of bed down in. I think Pileus and and Leander are not convinced about the entire idea of an assassination. Hey, that's Just fair. Out there. That is fair. Yeah, I don't know when we became hitmen. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Qatar's more. I'm surprised not... Qatar's indifferent about it everything i've seen so far tells me that this town is not a nice place are we guys are we going to be keeping a watch guys not exactly trusting of where we're staying at the moment yeah me neither yeah well, at least we'll take first watch okay bromley would you take second or i'm sorry roland would you take second and uh bromley you take third sure all right perfect sounds good so leander's not gonna fall asleep in fact i would like to wait until i think everybody else is asleep and wake up Qatar. I'm going to motion to Pileus to, to keep quiet. I'm going to ask both of them uh, how they feel about how we left things with the innkeeper and the uh, the owner of the, the winery. Well, that was not the best way to do things. And I really think we handled that quite poorly. That's, um, not only was that somebody's house, but it was their heritage, clearly. And we, uh, we should do something to try to make amends and make it better. I'm in agreement with you. I had the thought of going to the inn and I have some magical abilities to be able to mend things. I could fix up some things around the inn in secret. They don't really need to know that it was us, but I, I would feel better doing something for them. Yeah. Um, would you be willing to come with me for an hour, maybe? Go do something and then come back? Yeah. Pileus, uh, you just uh, stay here, keep watch, and... Uh, We'll be back soon? Sure. Perfect. I would like, with Qatar, to try and make my way to the inn. You know, it's not that hard to make your way through the, uh, through the village, as dark as it is at night. And uh, as you near the inn, you notice that, as usual, there appear to be ravens perched various places on the roof. Otherwise, it appears to be empty and still. Is there anything on the outside, any, you know, signs that are um, tilted, anything that's broken, anything that I could fix up for them? I mean, this is uh, this is uh, an older, definitely worn kind of inn. I'm, I'm, you could probably find some things. Okay, I'd like to do that, and I'm not going to be using like a hammer and nails. I'm not going to be making noise. I'm just going to use mending okay. to do as much as I can and try and just make everything a little bit nicer looking. Okay. And uh, Qatar, if you could just keep a watch out. Mm -hmm. Um, got my back while we do this. Yeah. All right, so you, you fix up some things around the inn, and then... And, um, Qatar, do you have any other ideas? Anything else that we can do? I think this is a good start, but I think, I don't know. I mean, I know we kind of argued about the land. I think we should just say, hey, you can have it. We never meant to do this. We didn't know what was going on. We apologize. Like, because we didn't really get to do that before they kicked us out. I think having a conversation with them in the dead of night might not be the best option, but we can definitely have that conversation sometime uh, okay. later. I am going to... Off in the distance, money. off in the distance in the village, you hear a dog yapping. Um, all right. So I just mend everything that I can and uh, stand back, look at my work. 
I will then give a salute to the Ravens. Okay. Wave, and uh, we'll make our way back. You uh, make your way back to the Vachter house, where Pileus is still roaming around, keeping watch. Katara, I think we did some good. And on that note, I'd like to keep doing good. I don't necessarily know where everybody else's head is at, but I'm not exactly fond of the idea of assassination. It's, uh... I don't particularly like it either, but if this man is truly... I have this feeling about him, and if he is... Then let him stand for his crimes, but assassination just seems cowardly, wrong. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've, I've killed in self-defense. It's haunted me my entire life. I don't exactly, I don't exactly relish the idea of anybody here killing for profit. Yeah. Well, Maybe I, that's a conversation for tomorrow. Yeah, and I am in due... I, I'm not saying just walk in there blindly and take him out. I'm just saying there's the general feeling, gut feeling I have, and and um, I want more information before I make a decision. That's Perfect. all. Pileus? Yes. Can I have a word with you before I, I you know, retire for the night? Certainly. Um, I, uh, I walk a little bit away from, from Qatar so that Pileus can I have a word. Listen, I've, I've noticed that you've become friendly with, with my son, and I know that something happened the other day, and you were trying to make amends for it. You were trying to, make, uh, trying to give him some drinks, trying to become friendly on friendly terms again. It seems like you care for him, or at the very least, you've made an acquaintance that you are fond of spending time with, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I, I have developed a, somewhat of a bond with Bromley. Would you consider him a friend? Would you say he's a friend? Yes, I hope so. Look, I know you know I'm a cleric. I am, uh, I, I'm not like most other clerics. I'm, I, I don't read, you know, the holy word every day. I, I make things with my hands. I, I enjoy building things. And one of the, the things that I regret most is that I wasn't able to build the type of relationship with my son that I would have liked. Um, humans are, people are sometimes interesting and sometimes harder to, to make a relationship with. But I've been, I've been having some strange dreams lately, and I fear that, that things are coming to a culmination. Um, my son died. And I fear that the thing or whatever brought him back, I, I have this, this suspicion that it's tied to, quote unquote, the devil, Strahd himself. And if, that, if, if my theory is correct, I don't want him anywhere near my son. Yes. Uh, yeah, it, is, it was quite strange that he returned after dying in that strange place. I, I agree. And as his friend, I... I'm merely asking for one thing. If if we should ever come across Strahd, if Strahd should ever show any kind of inclination or want to go towards Bromley, can you... I don't know what we're up against when it comes to him. Everybody in this godforsaken land seems frightened and scared. I don't know if we can take him on. But if things should prove dire and we're not able, or it, it doesn't seem like we're going to succeed, can I trust you to take him away from him? To take... Bromley away from Strahd. Away from Strahd, yes. I, I, I will certainly do my best. I, uh, you know, I give you my word as, as hero of legend that I. Uh, you would definitely be my legend if you could do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the most heroic thing I can. Though I, I must say, I, I have, I, I think I like Bromley since he's returned from the dead more than I liked him before. If that's any, if that means anything. So perhaps this, this whatever the magic that is keeping him alive now is something good. I, I can hope, but I just wanna I wanna make sure that I can keep him around for as long as as I'm able. And if that means that if that means that I need you to take him away from this place, then that's that's really all I'm asking to make sure that he's safe. And uh, I'll I'll take care of the rest. Okay, you have my word. Thank you, Pileus. I place my arm on your shoulder, squeeze a little bit, and uh, I say, "Have a good watch. Um, wake me up first if you need me." We'll do. Uh, Pileus, uh, the only thing you really notice in kind of the, the quiet spaces when everyone's asleep is what sounds like some some scratching of claws and maybe some meowing from upstairs. Okay. Uh, 
meowing like does it sound like a large meowing? No, just sounds like a cat. Okay. Pelius likes cats. Or or cats, right. You know, occasionally there'll be like a crash or something, like a cat has knocked something over, but it's not super loud, it's kinda of muffled, it's not a big deal. Had I seen any evidence of cats before? Uh not here in this room, but this is pretty much the only room of the house you've been in. Okay. So there's very no way may well be a cat somewhere. I just don't right. know where they are. Who are you waking up next for the next watch? It was gonna be uh Roland that I had asked to do it. Yeah, so Roland, yeah. I'll wake up Roland. Mm. It's your watch, Roland. Oh, why? Uh, I rub the sleep out of my eyes. And, uh, get up to start my watch. Yeah, just the uh, just the sounds of just the sounds of cats from upstairs. Pretty peaceful here in this house. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, who do you wake up for third watch? Uh, was it Brom who was supposed to watch? You gonna you gonna go wake up Brom? Yeah. Brom's not there. Um. Uh, then I will find Leander. Yeah, he's there. And then I will wake him up and be like, hey, um, by the way, uh, I tried to wake up Brom and I can't find him. Bye. What? You can't find Bromley? Yeah. I immediately pop out of bed. Yeah, and Leander, you kind of scan the room. It's not like a ton of space and you kind of scan the room and it appears that Bromley is missing. Um, is there any kind of trace of any... Pileus. I, I wake up Pileus. Oh, uh, yeah. What, what's, what's up? Did Bromley leave while I was gone? Or while I... When I went back to sleep? Uh, I thought he was always here. and I, I didn't know he was missing. So Is you didn't see him get up and leave? Yes, no, he's not here. Yeah, no, I, I did not... I know. The only thing I heard was some scratching, like noises of a cat. Is there any kind of evidence? A door left open? Anything... I, I'm assuming there's no footprints since we're in the house. But... Right. And uh, all of his things have been taken as well. Oh. Is there a window in this room? Uh, yes, there are. There are, in fact, three of them. Two on the southern wall and one on the western wall. Okay. Is any of them open? No. Is, is there somewhere he mentioned he'd wanted to go? Not at all. Not to me. Perhaps he meant to went to pay a visit to that bar. That but... doesn't sound beyond Bromley. Was there a bar besides the inn? There was yeah, not. the inn. No, I mean, he wouldn't be allowed back in the inn. Oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I have no idea where he, where he could be. Should we spread out and look for him? I, yeah. I mean, what time is it right now? Yeah, probably close to midnight. I immediately kneel down and pray um, for guidance and any kind of hint as to where my son may be. You hear... A very faint voice, as from a long distance away, say, It appears he's made his choice. And where has that choice led him? Leander, you know no one can see the future. I don't need to see the future, I need to see the present. Where is my son? Several miles east of you. I'm packing out my bags. All they see is me just putting all my things together. Um, and uh, you, hear, you hear the voice, as it kind of fades out from distance, say, You won't catch him. I can't just do nothing. Can, can we all hear this voice, or is this just... No, nope, it's just him. I'm packing up my bags and saying he's... He's somewhere in the east of us, miles away. I I, I don't know if we're going to make it in time for to be of any assistance, but I can't just leave him by himself. I agree. We should we should go after him, but perhaps we should uh, wake everyone up and, and fill everyone in on what we know. I look around. It's just Katar sleeping, right? Katar is snoring peacefully. <laughs> I wake him up. Uh, Katar. Uh, yeah. Um, Bromley's gone. He's... Oh, shit. Exactly. Um, I don't know how he made it past Pileus or Roland, but he's several miles to the east. I don't really know a specific point, um, but my uh, the man upstairs gave me that direction. What are we going to do? Well, I would like to go after him. We've been together as a team since the beginning. I would love to have you guys come with me, but I can't make that decision for you. Well, I'm in. Only if to try to lessen the damage he may do. I'm in as well. I, I see Bromley as a friend. Friend in need. And it would be the heroic thing to do, to go after him. Katar just kind of grabs his uh, necklace that Leander made for him and prays to Saloon really quickly to help us. Find him and, 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 yeah, that nothing goes wrong. Roland, 
I know, I know you're searching for your daughter, and you do anything for her. I'm sure you can understand where I come from this. Well, take the words out of my mouth, why don't you? So, you guys are uh, packing up your stuff and heading out, huh? <clears throat> um, I'm figuring we should sneak out if we can. I would like to um, get a piece of paper. I think I have some in my Explorer's pack, maybe? Something, I don't know, anything to write with. Okay, we need to leave word with Irina and Ismar, just letting them know that we've left, that I believe Bromley is in trouble, and it has something to do with Strahd, and that if he's nearby, they might be in trouble, and that they should probably find a way to hide and get out of here. I will write all that down, and I don't really have a good way for them to contact me, but I will put my Lion Brand on the note, and then, shit, how can I get it to them? Is there like a post? There's not. Everything's closed. It's one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Write their name on the thing and nail it to the uh, end. I guess I can do that. Uh, I won't nail it though. I'll put it into the side of the the crack of the door. Sure. Um, I will um, tape it up. And I, if I'm gonna be leaving it out like that, I will. I'm not gonna just straight up say Strahd or anything like that. I'll say the the person who we've been who we've been trying to avoid and get away from, I believe is nearby. Bromley has either left or been taken, and we're going to go find him and help him. But I believe you may be in danger, and you should hide. And uh, hopefully that message gets along to them. And I will put Ismark on the um, on the top of it and put it in the crack of the door. Well, boys, we have a perilous and long road before us. We don't have any horses. And the only people who have horses hate us. What do we do? We can do a fast pace and book it uh, a couple miles east. And we can make a decision at that point if we want to continue on or rest or search for Bromley. Um, I would like to, as we are at the very initial, you know, getting out of the city, I want us to see if I can see like footprints or any kind of movement out of the city. As you kind of leave the gates, and uh, it, you are delayed a little bit at the gates because the guards kind of want to know what you're doing. So they ask you some questions, and they warn you that it's dangerous, but 15, 20 minutes, they'll let you out after warning you repeatedly that it's dangerous. As you kind of leave the town, you you start to notice some spots. Probably uh, probably rains a little bit every night, so the, the path is a little bit muddy, and you can see some tracks that look like they might be Bromley's heading off down the road. All right, guys, I, I think I found some of Bromley's footprints here. I think we should just follow it and uh, give chase. Sounds good to me. And we'll leave the party there, setting out across the wilds of Barovia in pursuit of an apparently runaway Bromley. What is Bromley up to? Will the party find him, or will they all meet their deaths in the wilds of Barovia? There's only one way to find out, and that's to come back for episode 8, of lack of initiative. I realize that this episode is a little bit shorter than some of the others, but there's a lot to uh, fit in in the next episode, and I want to make sure that that episode has all of the attention that it deserves, because uh, this game is about to get really, really wild, and some things are about to change drastically. So uh, stick around, come back, listen to our next episode, and of course, thank you for listening to this one. If you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com forward slash lack of initiative. I say that a lot because it's important, and I really want my players to have some better audio quality. Thanks for listening.